potrei farne tante altre di queste domande a monte c'è quella che ci facciamo oggi perché la famiglia è un nemico perché la famiglia fa così paura c'è una risposta unica per tutte queste domande perché ci definisce perché è la nostra identità perché tutto quello che ci definisce in questo tempo è un nemico per chi vorrebbe che non avessimo più un'identità e che, fossero, che fossimo solamente schiavi, consumatori perfetti. E allora è sotto attacco l'identità nazionale, è sotto attacco l'identità religiosa, è sotto attacco l'identità di genere, è sotto attacco l'identità familiare. Non devo potermi definire italiana, cristiana, donna, madre, no. Io devo essere cittadino X, genere X, genitore 1, genitore 2, devo essere un numero. Perché quando sarò solamente un numero, quando non avrò più un'identità, quando non avrò più radici, beh allora sarò lo schiavo perfetto in balia della grande speculazione finanziaria, il consumatore perfetto. E questa è la ragione per la quale... Questa è la ragione per la quale oggi noi facciamo tanta paura. Questa è la ragione per la quale oggi questo appuntamento fa tanta paura. Perché noi non vogliamo essere dei numeri, noi siamo qui per dire che noi non siamo dei numeri, noi difenderemo il valore della persona umana, di ogni singola persona umana, perché ognuno di noi ha un codice genetico unico e irripetibile. E questo piaccia o no a del sacro. Lo difenderemo, difenderemo Dio, la patria e la famiglia che fanno tanto schifo a qualcuno. Lo faremo per difendere la nostra libertà perché noi non saremo mai schiavi e semplici consumatori in balia della speculazione finanziaria. Ecco la nostra missione, ecco perché oggi sono venuta qui. Scriveva Chesterton ormai più di un secolo fa, vediamo se, lo, se ve lo trovo. Fuochi verranno attizzati per dimostrare che 2 più 2 fa 4. Spade verranno sguainate per dimostrare che le foglie sono verdi in estate. Quel tempo è arrivato, signori. Siamo pronti. Grazie. It is September 27th, 2022. Welcome to The Daily Rob. You can find Rob all across the internet. Check the all my links. It's in the description. And you will find all of his socials. Without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Rob Smith. I'm kind of lovesick. I, I got a new girlfriend. Um, you know, I hate to be this way, Stu, because everybody sees me as such a strapping hoss. But I'm, I got to tell you, I feel like a bowl of jello. I'm, I'm just so smitten. Stu, her name is Georgia. You like that name? Georgia, Georgia. I've been singing that song all day, Stu. Many great songs about Georgia's. Yes. And Stu, we, uh, we spent a beautiful time in Rome together recently. We, um, we um, went to the Trevi Fountain. We threw a coin in for good luck. We did the Spanish steps holding hands. We went to the Piazza Nirvana. It was beautiful, Stu. And then last night, Stu, you know what happened? What happened? She became Prime Minister of Italy. She's a badass, Stu. Um, anyway, Stu, Georgia Maloney. Um, she kicked everybody's ass. Uh, she's the center-right candidate in Italy and um, the left is attacking her, Stu, because she stands for family and Christian values. Um, but she has stuck her middle finger right in the face of Klaus Schwab and the uh, World Economic Forum uh, and the EU elitist. And um, she's a, 
she's an Italian nationalist. She's a conservative. Uh, she's for fiscal responsi responsibility. Um, she says she wants to protect her identity, which is an Italian, a mother, a woman, and someone who believes in God. And um, uh, Ursula von der Leyen, the German chief of the EU, immediately threatened her, you know. We have ways to deal with you. That's exactly what she says. Right out of right out of a Nazi movie. We'll see if things uh, go in a difficult direction. I've spoken about Hungary and Poland. We have tools. If things go in the right direction, and people, as a body that is always um, where always governments have to be accountable to, play an important role. But still, I'm smitten. That's all I can say. Love is a many splendid thing. But still, I wrote an article for Real Clear Markets, which is out this morning, has to do with this subject. And um, I state in that article that I kind of feel things are changing. As Bob Dylan said, something blowing in the wind. I get the feeling that people are getting tired of the wackos. Now, Stu, um, Speaking of the wackos, there's a video out there of a pride event in Chattanooga, Chattanooga, Tennessee. I know lots of folks from Chattanooga. You wouldn't think it was this hate Ashbury kind of place. But in the video at the pride event, and you know how that is, a lot of kind of uh, weirdos jump up and down and express their happiness because they like to have sex with either people of the same sex or they change their sex so they can have sex with other people who may or may not be of the same sex and they're real happy about it. Well, this little girl goes up to one of these, I guess it's a transgender type and starts rubbing his crotch. Perfectly acceptable. Stu, whoever put on that event and whoever let that little girl up there should be arrested immediately by the Chattanooga police. Still, we're living in really fun times. Um, I just want everybody to know that I think um, on 9 September 23, 2020, Donald Trump said that Joe Biden would ruin the stock market. Uh, the stock market was down another 295 points today. Um, it has dropped precipitously um, the last six or seven weeks, well, last four weeks, actually. Um, people have lost trillions of dollars, and this is a direct result of Joe Biden's not understanding anything about economics and a no-growth economy. Stu, Canada uh, removed all of its um, COVID mandates. Um, interesting. Apparently, you can come into the country now without a vaccine. You don't have to wear a mask. Um, I think they're getting prepared, Stu, for all of the evidence that's coming out that shows how badly they fucked things up and how many people have been hurt and have died because of their mandates. Trying to get ahead of the game. Stu, this is shocking news for the Republican Party. Matter of fact, I don't know how the Republican Party is going to get over this one, Stu. It's probably the death knell of it. Liz Cheney says that if Donald Trump gets the nomination, she will no longer be a Republican. Gosh, Stu, what are we going to do? Um, Stu, 
there's something going on in Iran right now. And of course, our media doesn't report on it because everything is censored in Iran. And all those people like to drink lattes in New York coffee shops and they don't actually do any journalism. They're kind of told what to do. But there, um, there was this gal um, who got killed by the Revolutionary Guards and the Iranian police because she basically wouldn't put her hair in a hijab. But anyway, uh, and that started a bunch of riots. And then there was this really good-looking 22-year-old um, girl named Hadis Najafi, and she produced a video of putting on a hijab, but also showing her hair and kind of doing this in support of the protest. Well, the Revolutionary Guard and the Iranian militias now are going around killing young women. They're out there in the streets and they shoot them dead. They had drive-by shootings into the crowd. And there's a whole list of women protesters that have been killed. Now, Stu, it's bad enough a barbaric country kills men who are protesters. But to go out and kill women is barbaric. Instead, these are the people the Biden administration wants to strike a nuclear deal with, where we give them billions and billions of dollars in return for them to say, we won't develop a nuclear weapon for 10 years or something like that. Yeah, you all, Stu, as a general rule, if somebody goes out and kills a bunch of innocent women, then you can trust them, okay? Stupid sons of the bitches. Another interesting story out there, Stu, which um, falls right in line with the way we report corruption and how the government has been weaponized by Joe Biden. Joe Biden is the executive. Um, the FBI is a department of the DOJ. The DOJ reports directly to Joe Biden. And just this a few days ago, there was this guy named Mark Houck. You probably haven't heard of him. I didn't hear about him, but he's a sidewalk counselor which means when you have these people at abortion clinics, he tries to talk to them, uh, to talk them out of aborting their baby. Um, he's a father of seven children, and he also runs a company that tries to help victims of porn addiction. Um, and he's an outspoken opponent of abortion. Well, when he goes to these abortion clinics, you've been by the one in Richmond where you have both sides. I must say in Richmond, things are always civil. But his son goes with him and his son is attacked by the crazies. He's called all sorts of vile names. He's threatened with violence. He has been um, assaulted. Well, not long ago, um, the father stood up for his son when somebody was approaching his son, threatening to harm him. He stepped between him and he merely pushed the guy away, right? Well, because of that, the feds have now said he's broken a law uh, and they sent 25 FBI SWAT team uh, members to his house to search his house because of this alleged crime of merely pushing a man back who was threatening his son. Stu, it's, 
it's the Nazi and the Stasi all rolled into one. They do this to scare people away from their political convictions. In other words, if you express yourself, if you advocate something that is at odds with the re- with the regime, um, we're going to invade your house and intimidate you, maybe even kill you. That's what they're that's they're trying to in- intimidate folks to shut down any kind of opposition. So, Stu, that's what I got, buddy. Sounds good. I have two quick stories. Kirsten Cinema out of Arizona. You know, she's often one of these Democrats who gets labeled as a bad person because she doesn't vote with the party. She says that the Senate should restore the 60 vote threshold for judicial and executive nominees. And I think that's right. Uh, let's just remember that uh, Katanji Brown Jackson and Deb Haaland were both people appointed who b- skated by with like 51 and 53 votes, respectively. I think that would do a good job of injecting some bipartisanship, which is much needed, back into the Senate. Then my last story, there was a heavily armed black rights group that went through Austin and they were demanding reparations, but they were also demanding that Joe Biden close the border. And so they were upset that illegal immigration is negatively impacting them and their community. And I always think it's kind of interesting when, you know, when when push comes to shove, a lot of the time we all agree on all the same issues. And, you know, why is the border as chaotic as it really is? Yeah, when people get away from tribalism, then they can assert things that are logical um, instead of drinking the Kool-Aid that they're told to drink. Well, I think the, the, the main thing we wanted to do was bring awareness to uh, what we call the black agenda, reparations, um, a hate crime bill to, for special protections for black people, um, delineation, which uh, shows that we're our own ethnic group of protected class. Um, and among other things. And so we wanted to let them know that's what we wanted to do, as well as in January when the new state house session is in, that we plan on coming with policy, something tangible behind our actions. Because with symbolism, you have to have something tangible behind it. And that's the plan on what we plan on doing going forward in January. We plan on uh, going into the state house uh, and lobbying to get uh, some of these bills passed that we're working on. Would you mind clarifying, what was the, I guess, immigration uh, demand of this? Group? Right. We, we, we don't have a problem with immigration itself, but we do have a problem with illegal immigration because a lot of times um, jobs are t- taken away from black people uh, because of illegal immigration. If you go into subdivisions, brand new built subdivisions, all the employees who work there are Mexicans. There's no black people that work there. I mean, every single employee is a Mexican. You go from subdivision to subdivision and you see the same thing. Um, factory jobs, illegal immigrants work there. So black people are locked out from, from employment due to illegal immigration. So we want to stop illegal immigration so black people can make living wages. So that's all I got for you today. Well, thank you, Stu. I got to run. I have a date with uh, Georgia tonight. We're going to take another stroll around Rome. And um, she's going to ask me how she should rule the country. So I'll see you. See ya. Catch you later. Have fun Uh, on your date. Thank you. Georgia. The whole
Jason Lucy Sangkir Jumjah